But yeah, brands on TikTok and on Reels, for sure, they should be using it. I think it's less about um, just showcasing your product and more about the person behind the brand and telling your story and also just picking up on these cool trends. There are lots of like hashtag trends that are happening right now. So picking up on those and just making creative content on your brand's page. Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this week's episode, we're diving deep into one of the new exciting features of Instagram. You've probably heard of Reels and seen plenty of them, but have you created one yourself yet? I'm talking to Lauren McGlade of Nelson the Pup about everything you need to know about Instagram Reels for your pet business or Pupfluencer account. She shares content ideas, trending song suggestions, as well as tips and tricks to get the most views on your videos. At the end of this interview, I have another bonus Q&A with pet business automation expert, Natasha O'Banion. She's doing a special segment with me at the end of every episode this month to get ready for a virtual summit happening in October. You'll see many past Wear Wag Repeat podcast guests over there at the summit, including myself. So make sure that you stick around and listen to that at the end of this episode. Lauren McGlade is the creator of I Love Pups and dog mom to Nelson the Pup on Instagram. She created the I Love Pups platform as an extension of her passions for dogs and social media to be the destination for Insta dogs and their humans. Over the last few years, she's built several strong communities of dog-loving humans on social media, while also building relationships with top dog fashion brands. In addition to Nelson the Pup's 29,000 Instagram followers, Lauren also runs the NYC Dog Events community on Instagram and Facebook that helps NYC pet parents socialize and navigate pet parenting in the Big Apple. She's a big believer in community over competition. Me too. And she's very excited to share the many tips she's learned along the way so you too can grow your pet-obsessed online community. Hey, Lauren. Hey. Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting. Yeah. So I put out some feelers the other day um, about people who know a lot about Instagram Reels, which is the hot new feature on Instagram. And you were one of the first people to to reach out and say, hey, I know a lot about Reels. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I know as much as I can within the short launch that has been around, but Um, The day that it launched, I jumped right on it and just dove right in. And within 10 days, I posted, I made it a goal to post 20 reels just so I can get a really good feel for what the tool is, be an early adopter. And um, so I'm happy to share my learnings and, you know, of, of everything that I've learned in the short period that has been around. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how things are though. Like the only way to figure it out is to just 
dive in. I mean, doing 20 in 10 days is a lot, <laughs> um, but I'm sure you got to kind of see all the features um, and what works and what doesn't work in just like a concentrated period of time. Um, but for people who aren't really sure what reels are, I was just talking to my sister this morning and she was like, are they stories? She's like, did they get rid of stories? I'm like, no. She's like, did they, is it IGTV? Did they get rid of IGTV? And I was like, no. She's like, so they didn't get rid of anything, but it's a new thing. Um, and so a lot of people maybe aren't really sure what it is. So can you just describe what Reels is or are? Yeah. I mean, I think that we've all seen over the years with the introduction of stories to Instagram and the, in the introduction of IGTV, Instagram is becoming more and more of a video platform. So, um, you know, it's not, they want to be also a competitor with TikTok. Um, and so it's, it's, uh, I can't come up with the word. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> That's okay. You know, it's not surprising that they have uh, jumped on this trend to come up with a pla- with a product that will compete with TikTok. Yeah, well, I think especially this year during quarantine, TikTok has really taken over everyone's life. I know that I spend way too much time <laughs> watching videos on there. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny how just in 2020, um, over the quarantine, how how the demographic demographic of TikTok has shifted from like this younger audience to really a lot of millennials um, and even older, really all age ranges. So um, it's been fun. Yeah. And it's been, it's TikTok is just, um, I mean, this, this episode, we're going to talk about reels. I I promise everybody, but I just want to talk about TikTok for a second because I love it because it's just very authentic. Um, And I think that's what sets it apart for me from any other social platform is that sure, you know, there are videos that are amazing performances and have amazing editing, but a lot of the videos are just very rough (laughs) and just people create them on the fly and those seem to do really, really well. So, um, you know, is that is that something that you think people should be applying to their Instagram reels instead of having that like perfect Instagram feed that we've all been striving for for years? Should we maybe, should we maybe go like to the rougher side of things? For sure. I think, you know, stories is a place where you can just be really real and authentic and connect uh, with your audience. And then reels is an extension of that, maybe a little more polished than stories are. Um, and coming up with an idea and, and using the music and, and using the voice recordings to kind of guide what your content is, but definitely just getting in there and having fun and playing around and let it be rough and then learn from there and then improve. So absolutely. And I've seen that a lot of these reels that had made it to the featured page of explore, um, have been rough videos of just, uh, off the cuff anecdotes of what's happening with your dog, N- nothing really polished. Um, so it's been interesting to see what Instagram is choosing to feature too. So yeah, definitely see that. Yeah. Well, and you just talked for a second, you mentioned the music and, and sounds and, and voiceovers and things like that. Like what, how important is the music? Should we all be putting music on our reels? Yeah, for sure. Um, so 
reels are different than stories or than other content pieces in that it has its own interface where you go in there and you can select music or sounds and then you can create a, a video clip that is 15 seconds of video um, where it's different from IGTV where IGTV needs to be six, 60 seconds or more. Um, so it's definitely a short form video and um, they have all these cool effects and editing tools in there. So you can edit the clips down, you can um, record right in the Reels app like you would in Instagram stories, but you can record multiple clips and edit those clips, um, add text over the video that's different than stories that has more editing features where you can have the text pop up which is really cool. Um, you can add your GIFs in there and do the same things with those. And then you can also add these VR effects and different effects and background effects uh, that are in filters that are, that make it the video cool too and interactive. So there are a lot of different um, options that are available in reels than are available in stories or, or in even IGTV. Um, so it's been fun just to play around with them all. I need to play around with them some more too, because I'll admit I kind of have been cheating <laughs> and I edit my videos outside of Instagram. You know, I do with a lot of them too. I do yeah. too. I use InShot and, mm -hmm. um, and because yeah, I'm still getting comfortable with using the Reels app. So there is a learning curve to learning everything and I'm just more comfortable. I've been using InShot forever. So it's just kind of come secondhand. So yeah. I would say about half of my videos are done in InShot um, mm -hmm. and half of them are done in the Reels app. I'm yeah, I've used InShot too. I also use another one called Splice and like I'm just so comfortable with how to edit things in there. Um but I I have kind of been creating like a little hybrid. I've noticed that um especially on TikTok and like in these little videos that I mean 15 seconds is not long. So in these little videos, people are doing transitions that are like um like the next clip like swipes in or like swirls in or like that's kind of hot right now. And I used to never, ever use those transitions, but you can, you can put them in, in slice or in shot. Um, and I've been doing that. And I think that's making my videos look a little bit more, um, up to date and current with like the, the video trends. So, um, it's interesting you just have to be so observant and see what people are doing. Yeah. And I've been looking through um, the, the explore page. That's where I get a lot of my inspiration from just seeing what's going on in that real section and explore that new square. That's just kind of front and center in your face and explore. It's like, they're definitely pushing reels right now. And it's so fun to just swipe through there and see um, I've been looking at the creative video hashtag. It's on um, the Instagram at creators account um, has been talking about this a little bit. And I've been look, scrolling through that hashtag and they just have these really cool video transitions and it shows you like the behind the scenes on how to do all of them. So I just came up with a list of like five different video transitions that I want to try out. And um, I'm really excited to try them in real. So we'll see. how oh, That's goes. cool. That's cool. So the ha hashtag make a video. Yeah, it was okay. hashtag creative, creative video. Oh, okay. Well, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. Yeah. It's on the creators <laughs> at creators Instagram account. Uh, okay. They just did a post on it and uh, it talks all about just creative video editing. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, so 
okay, so speaking of like these these reels and and creators and you know all the things that you can do, a, a lot of the videos that I'm seeing on the Explore are like cute dogs, like a dog jumping into a pool or running around the corner or getting grooming done or, you know, whatever kind of dog thing. Is this, do you think reels can also be used for petpreneurs and people who have pet businesses? Um, or is it just reserved for cute dogs? Oh, no, for sure. I've seen brands use it already. Um, just like how brands are using TikTok right now, you would use reels the same. So I'm seeing a lot of brands using TikTok to show maybe tips and tricks or, um, you know, for me, it would be Instagram tips. So you just do really short clips of 15 second tips, um, and, and showcase your brand. But for sure, you, I think the key, do you hear Nelson in the background? Yes. That's okay. Gonna, do you want Every, me to go shut him up? Everyone listening. No, everyone listening is a dog person. <laughs> and we will, we will talk about Nelson later. Um, he'll get his moment in the spotlight. <laughs> he, he really wants to talk on the podcast. Oh my goodness. He's, we have these squirrels that torture him in the backyard. So that's what that's about. Um, but yeah, brands on TikTok and on Reels, for sure, they should be using it. I think it's less about um, just showcasing your product and more about um, the person behind the brand and telling your story and also just picking up on these cool trends. There are lots of like hashtag trends that are happening right now. So picking up on those and just making creative um, content on your brand's page. Well, and I think it all goes back to like the community over competition thing. And like you said, it's, you don't have to make your reels as like, here's my product, buy it. Um, that never has actually worked that well on social media. It's, it's, and now with reels more than ever, it's important to give like the story behind it or, or your story, or maybe like give people a little tutorial on how they could, um, use your product or, or just do something in their life. So, you know, for me with Wear Wag Repeat, instead of just posting, here's a bunch of t-shirts I sell in my shop, I've been saying, here's these t-shirts. And by the way, you don't see me with stacks and stacks of of boxes I've got to mail out. You don't see me all stressed out running to the post office because I use print on demand. And here's here's the tool I use to do that. So, you know, I'm not like a I'm not being a gatekeeper and preventing anyone from doing their own print on demand business. I want to tell people how great it is, but at the same time, I'm showing off all my shirt designs and it is generating a little bit of sales and interest in that direction too. So, um, you know, being directly selling to people has never worked and I don't think it works on reels either. Yeah. It's showing how you're a leader in the space and, um, you're sharing the information for people to run with it and do their own thing and how it's possible and inspiring people. I think that that's always important in brand content is inspiring people to, especially if you're an entrepreneur to do your own thing. One of the things I, I've always loved about Instagram is how brands and individuals are kind of on like an even playing field. Um, and what's cool with Reels now is how you can kind of, everyone takes their different approach to these trending songs and trending sounds. So like you have a couple of songs that you recommend people kind of start trying out. One of those is Level Up by, um, I never know how you say her name, Sierra. Yeah. 
Okay. That's um, how I say it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so that song, Level Up. Um, I've used one. Smile for Me, I think, is like a really good Reels song where you can just post yourself or your dog smiling and having fun <laughs> and sharing some positivity with the world. Um, are there any other songs that, that you recommend that are kind of trending ones that are easy for people to start out with? Yeah. I mean, I have taken my inspiration from, for songs from TikTok and, and seeing what, because a lot of the songs on TikTok are actually the trending songs on top 40 music right now. And TikTok is really influencing the music trends. So um, I find inspiration from, from there, just on the For You page and scrolling, I find inspiration through the Explore page on um, Reels. And I also um, subscribe to a Spotify playlist that shows the, the top TikTok songs that are happening right now. It's a playlist by Spotify, and they update it with all of the most current songs on TikTok. So I get a lot of inspiration from there. Um, but some other songs, uh, that I've used that have done well or for pet accounts are introducing me by Nick Jonas. And I think that we've seen that one kind of play out on TikTok too. Um, but it's a great one, especially for real as well as you're starting out, just introducing your dog to the reels community and, um, showing this new kind of content. So I, I think it's a, a cute sound, a trending sound, and it's easy to create content too. Yeah. I have another question. So with sounds, like it's cool to jump on like the trending sound. People can click on it and they can see other videos that pop up with it. So it's a good way to get discovered. Um, one of the ways that we've always tried to get discovered on Instagram is with hashtags. Now, do hashtags do anything on Reels? That's a great question. And I think it's a little unknown. I think we know a little bit, but we don't know a lot because one of the not great things about reels is that you don't have access to all those insights like you do for regular posts, which is so annoying. I know what is up with that. Yeah. So they really need to add that in. Um, but what you can do is, um, click into different hashtags that you use, and then you can see the top feed for that hashtag. And if that hashtag has on the top left corner, a block for reels posts, then you know that that's a good hashtag to use on your reels posts. Because unfortunately, not every hashtag is featuring reels like that in the top section. Um, so you have to kind of pick and choose your reels hashtags a little differently than you would on normal posts because not all reels posts will feed into every hashtag. Interesting. So before you even go in to create your reel, you should do a little bit of hashtag research and click around and see if they even have reels show up under that hashtag and that'll kind of help you narrow down your list. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But it, do it that too. <laughs> but it won't, you know, it won't hurt. It, you know, you can use 30 hashtags just like you can on any post. So it doesn't hurt to just throw on your hashtags like you would normally. Um, but definitely as you keep posting them, keep track of which ones are showing up and then just kind of pare down your list to include those going forward. 
Mm-hmm. Well, and especially since this is getting a little bit like technical, but since we don't really know what Instagram is doing to determine the distribution of these reels, um, they might be, you know, I mean, they're definitely looking at your video and they can tell what it's a video of. If it's a video of a dog, even if you don't mention dog in your caption, I'm sure they can tell it's a video of a dog. So they they might be using these hashtags. Even if you don't come up in the search for that hashtag, they might still be using that to tag you as like certain interest groups and showing your content to certain people. Um, I've noticed on TikTok that depending on what kind of video I'm creating, it will suggest certain songs to go with that video. And it is so spot on as to like what songs go along with that video. It's creepy. I know. I just did a challenge on that. There's like this challenge going around on TikTok that it's let TikTok pick your song for you. And I did it and I was like, wow, it does go along with this. This is weird. I know. It 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 kind of freaks me out, but I also kind of like it because it makes it easier. You don't really have to <laughs> look that hard. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but if they can do it, then you know Instagram, like they all know exactly what your video is about. So <laughs> Yeah. 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 And and Reels is only what, a month old, not even a month. Um, so like I'm sure that there will be more features coming out on it soon because it seems like Instagram is just putting everything into giving Reels attention right now. I've seen that um, on my account, you know, every account is different, but on my account, I've seen that my Reels plays have been higher um, for many of my Reels posts than posts that I, a video posts that I post on my feed, just regular grid posts. Um, so it really does seem like they're giving it more attention. Also, there's, what I love about reels is there's that, um, there's that opportunity to make it to either explore. Um, usually it's happened with my posts a few days after I post, I'll see a boost. Um, usually like three days after four days after, then I'll see this like unexpected boost where I know that it's making it to the explore page and people who aren't following me are starting to follow me. So it's great. I've gotten a ton of followers from it too. Um, but another feature that's really awesome. Another opportunity that's awesome about reels is the opportunity to be featured. So a couple of my friends have had featured where Instagram will actually tag your post on there. I'll have a little thing on there that says featured, and then it gives it a huge boost. Uh, one of my friends had 6 million views on her reels and she got like thousands of followers. Wow. And another one of my friends too got featured too. Um, the one that got featured was using Level Up by Ciara, by the way. Okay. So that's a good song. If you I was get- going to ask you, like, what were their videos that, that got featured? Do you remember? That one was, um, he's an agility dog. So mm-hmm. it's, it's uh, Ralph the Mini Cockapoo. And he was jumping over the uh, bars as it was rising. Oh, so it was level, level up, up. Level up, level up, level up. <laughs> yep, yep. And then every, every time it was just a little higher. So it was just super cute. Um, and then, but there's also that level up challenge where they have the dogs jumping over like toilet paper toilet or bottles paper. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but hers was with the agility bar. And then the other one was just the dog lying on his back, just being cute. And <laughs> that one, I think she has almost a million followers, a million views on that one too. And a ton, she got a ton of followers too. So that opportunity is exciting. Uh, yes. To, for for reels. Yes. Well, and I think that um, 
you know, anytime that any, not just Instagram, but anytime any social network comes out with a new feature, they really put everything behind it. And so if you can take advantage of that and kind of jump on the bandwagon, um, Instagram is doing a lot of the legwork for you um, because they want everyone to like get on board with reels. So anyone who's doing reels, which is going to be a small percentage of the user base, because it's going to be like the early adopters, um, you know, they're, they're really going to be pushing your content out there. So there's, there's a huge advantage to kind of like trying it out first with everyone else. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. That's why I did 20 in 10 days, (laughs) which was a little aggressive, but also a lot of the content that I had was kind of lined up from TikTok anyway. So I Mm -hmm. reused a lot of that content. I think one of the tips that I've seen is that, um, well, I've seen that a lot of people are just kind of downloading their TikToks and uploading them there with the TikTok branding. But one thing that I have noticed is that Instagram is not featuring um, doing those sticker featured, like where they get the 5 million views if they have the TikTok branding on there. So you probably want to remove that. Um, there's a tip online on how to remove that, um, but yes. you can also just kind of chop it out too. I looked into that um, and I found a site, it's called Musical.ly Down. Yes. M- Musical.ly, because that, that Musical.ly, I think he- Used to be TikTok. Actually, I think used to be Musical.ly. Oh, musically, right. Musically. You're right. I never used that. I'm too old to even know <laughs> how to too. say it, right? Um, but so this musicallydown.com, you can add a link to your TikTok video and then it will export it for you without the TikTok branding on it. And um, and I have been doing that and I've been getting decent views on those repurposed videos as long as they don't have the TikTok branding. Exactly, exactly. And I have seen some videos that have gotten decent views with those, with the branding on there. Like, I'm not saying that that I it, I haven't seen it. Like, I've definitely seen some do okay, except I've never seen one make it to featured. So if you want that opportunity to make it to featured, I think it's in your best interest to take those TikTok um, brandings off of your videos because Instagram's not really looking to promote TikTok. They're looking to promote reels. Yes. Yeah. Because it's a big competition. All these dudes who own these tech companies are like, want to win. Okay. I'm getting off topic, but um, focusing on reels. So, okay. A couple other like technical things I want to make sure we talk about for people is cover photos and then sharing it to your feed, which kind of goes hand in hand. So do you recommend... um, doing a a special cover photo or just selecting a still? And do you recommend pushing it to your feed? Yeah, I definitely recommend both. Um, I've been doing a lot of stills of my video. To be frank, I probably should be doing more uploads because then it would make my uh, grid prettier because I am sharing all of my reels to my grid and I'm keeping them on my grid. That's a personal choice that I'm doing. Um, I think what I've seen from my friends and from people who are using reels is that people who share their reels to their grid and to their feed are seeing much higher views and plays on their reels posts than if they do not share it. So if you only share it to your reels grid, the views typically are significantly lower. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there are always anomalies out of there that I've seen, but this is like generally the feedback that I've seen from my friends. 
Yeah. So share it to your feed. And then, um, you know, I, I have seen some people saying that you can, you can hit the three dots up in the corner a couple days later if you want to remove it from your feed, but still keep it in like the Instagram realm, still keep it like live, but just not have it show up in your, in your grid of your regular feed. So that's an option too. Um, but I think having them show up in, I'm keeping mine in my feed because then too. people see it, they're more likely to click on it and say, oh, here's a reel. I want to watch that. Um, yeah. I've been doing a lot of video in my feed for the past year. So I'm used to just showing video in my feed. There are some people who still only use Instagram um, in their feed as a photo platform. So I could see how, you know, for people where their grid is just very perfectly curated with filters that uh, they don't want to keep reels on their grid, but, um, you can definitely upload a photo, a cover photo, and then that solves that problem. And it makes your grid nice and filter and pretty. I think uh, one thing that you probably want to consider with that is to take the photo at the same time that you're taking the video. So then the photo definitely relates to the video. I don't think it makes sense, uh, personally to upload a photo that doesn't relate to the video because then it's kind of like disconnected. There's, there's no, um, you know, there's not a connection there. So uh, that's a recommendation that I would say, but I could be wrong in that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to do more experimenting with that. I never really thought about it because when you, when you watch the reel, the cover photo doesn't show up at all. Like it just shows up in your feed. Um, so I guess it could be something totally unrelated. <laughs> right. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess if someone is having success with that, but I would love to hear it because Uh, you know, it's so new. So we're figuring it all out. Yeah. Um, something other, uh, another little thing that I want to mention to people is, um, is like the aspect ratio and the size, which is kind of becoming a little bit of a pet peeve of mine because they, you know, reels is designed to fit the screen like stories does. So it's like super vertical, but then when it shows up in like your feed, the top and the bottom get cropped off. Um, when, you know, when you're watching it on the explore page, the top and the bottom get cropped off when it's in that little square. Um, so you kind of have to keep things and there are, when you're, when you're uploading your reel, there are little guides, um, that show up. If you try to drag your text too high, you'll hit a little blue bar that says like, are you sure you want to put that way up there? Um, so it, it might be a good idea to keep like the money shot, if you will, centered in the frame and not have anything too high up or too low down. Yeah, no, that's definitely something that I've been doing. Yeah, I've been trying, I've been trying to get, get uh, put all my text within there too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, try to when I shoot Nelson, I make sure that he's always in the center of the video. Um, and also when I place my text, I try not, I try to put it within there too, because so then they can, they can read it because a lot of people are not clicking in, uh, to see it full screen. Um, when they go to, when people see it for the first time and explore, they'll see it full screen, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. but a lot of people who are scrolling through their feed are not going to take the extra step and click in. So you're going to make sure that they can see the content. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just, there's a lot of little things to keep track of. Is there anything that we missed that you want to mention about reels? Hmm. Um, I mean, I, I just use reels to really showcase Nelson's personality. So I'm always, you know, video content I think is 
great in that way. Photos are beautiful and they're nice to curate. Um, but video is just shows a different depth and dimension to your dog. So um, just, I just love to play up the different parts of his personality or his talents. He does like a cute little wave and he does little tricks. So I try to incorporate those. Um, and I just try to always show his quirks and his like unique qualities. I love that. And that goes back to, I, I did like, uh, I have a little ebook about how to take great photos of your dog for Instagram. And like one, it's, there's five tips in it. And one of the top five tips is capture your dog's personality. So like, if they're a little naughty, you could highlight that, yep. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, you should probably do a reel about Nelson chasing the squirrels. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I do it on stories all the time. My followers yeah. know that he loves squirrels. Yeah. So it's like, whatever your dog's like thing is, um, create some reels about that. Um, you know, and, and like you said, like tell your followers what you're going to be posting about, you know, make a whole, like, make it a big deal. Promo it a little bit. Like you're releasing a video. For sure. And then share it to stories. So you get that extra promotion. Um, so I always share all of my reels to my stories and then I save it in a highlight um, that's reels. So then I get that extra, Ooh. you know, attention. I get, I have reels er everywhere. All over I'm, learning, I'm learning a lot during this episode. I hope everyone else is too. So now I've got to, okay, I've got to do my hashtag research. I've got to create a highlight for my reels. And there was something else too. I'll, I'll remember it like five days from now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like everything. I mean, there's a lot to remember, but you know, the, I think the important thing is just have fun with it. Like I just love just creating the reels content and then just playing around with it all. And um, and then seeing the feedback and then going from there and then just keep creating. That's yeah. the most important thing is just keep creating. Yeah. Well, and what I, what I have started doing, what I actually just did this week was I took on Monday, I spent a couple of hours creating like five or six videos and I shot them and I edited them and then I just saved them to my phone or to my drafts or whatever. Um, and you know, that, that has been really, really great because to, if you're going to be in the video, you probably don't want to like get camera ready every single day. <laughs> um, and your dog might not be camera ready every day too. So if you can take advantage of like an hour or two and batch a whole bunch of things at once, um, and then release them slowly, that's also really helpful. Yeah. And I've been repurposing a ton of content too. So I've been going through old videos and then thinking how they relate to the different songs that I like. Mm -hmm. um, and I've just been re-editing them and repurposing them for reels. And that's been working out really well too. So I've been repurposing my TikTok content, repurposing even just general video content um, that I have in my phone and shooting new content and then batching content for sure. Like my yeah. drafts and reels, I have a bunch in there just all lined up because I'll get, I'll, I'll come in a creative mode where I'll just want to edit and create them for a couple hours on whatever day. And then I'll be ready to go to just hit send on them and post, uh, in the next coming days. It's definitely helped me to create, uh, as many as I have in the short time and, um, just, yeah, just get get the backlog going. Yeah. And they you don't have to overthink like some of them can be more intricate, but you don't you don't have to overthink reels. You can uh just post something cute. I think 
definitely showcasing their face and getting their face in the shot or um, getting some emotion in the shot is going to help you. Um, and also, you know, using the same principles that you would use for photos of having good lighting and whether that be outside or you have a little lighting inside that's making it bright. Um, you always want your videos to be clear and you can see them and see the dog's face um, and personality. So, well, so speaking of your pup's personality and beautiful face, tell us before we have to go, tell us about Nelson and, um, you know, what kind of dog he is, what he likes to do, how you guys met. Yeah. So, uh, we adopted Nelson is actually coming up on three years on September 11th. So, um, we adopted him. We found him on pet finder and we adopted him as a three month old puppy. And we were living in New York city at the time. So he grew up in the big apple. Um, and we were there for two years and the New York city dog community is just an amazing community of, of pet parents and dog lovers. So we've just, um, that, and that's how I built the New York city dog events community too, that has over 10,000 followers there. And we have our own Facebook community too, where people just ask each other questions about things that are specific to the city um, and raising a pet. So um, I've just been able to connect with like just so many amazing pet parents um, in New York city and and beyond on Nelson's um, Instagram. So um yeah. So he's just a, a quirky guy. He's just a funny, <laughs> moody, quirky, very smart, um, opinionated dog. Okay. Um, based on that description, I have to ask if you guys maybe have some personality traits in common. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe, maybe he absorbs something from me, probably. <laughs> It sounded very... like you were describing a little person. <laughs> yeah, no, he is. He yeah. is. He's demanding. He knows what he wants. And uh, he's he's hilarious. So that's why I love using video with him because it's just, you just can't capture it all sometimes in a photo. Like you can describe what's happening in a photo, but um, just the video that I get of him is just sometimes priceless. So it's, it's fun. Okay. So where can everyone go to see see your, see Nelson, see your reels, get to know you guys. Sure. So I uploaded all the reels to Nelson's account. So that's at Nelson, the pup it's Nelson dot the dot pup. Um, so yeah, definitely check me out there. I also have a community, um, called I love pups and it's, I love pups dot co on Instagram. And there I share all Instagram tips, uh, and tricks and everything that I've done behind the scenes to grow Nelson's account. And as a matter of fact, you have a whole guide about how to use reels for your dog. So how can people get to that? Yes. Um, So I created this nine page guide all about reels, all about what I learned within the first 10 days of posting 20 posts. Um, So you can download that. You can go to my Instagram, my either Nelson, the pup or um, I love pups Instagram. Instagram account and in the link in bio. So you can download it right there. Okay. Well, I downloaded it and I loved it. And I think everyone should go download that. Um, and thank you so much, Lauren, for, for sharing all this with us and just being on the cutting edge. 
No, it's been fun. And it's been fun to see all your reels and everyone else's reels. I mean, it's just been so fun just to see all this new content out there. And it's just, I think it's really exciting and fun. Yeah. It's, it's a lot to learn. I think some people can get intimidated, but you just have to keep it fun. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Before this episode ends, I want to share another special bonus Q&A with pet business automation coach, Natasha O'Banion. She's hosting the Game Changers Pet Care Summit, October 7th through the 9th. Welcome back, Natasha. Thank you. Happy to be back. I'm getting so excited about the summit and I just want to like learn more about like what the flow is. It's over three days. So that's like a lot of information. (laughs) Yeah. How, how is it going to be all broken down? Good question. So we definitely had to put some master of the minds together, decide if we were going to do it over the weekend and the beginning of the week, end of the week, a seven day thing. So I thought three days would be good. We don't want to tease the audience. We want to give enough to, you know, be valuable. So we thought three days could get it done. So our company is called Start Scale Sale, and we really believe in that model that first you lay the groundwork of your business in the start, then you go into scale and then sale life after the scale. What do I do now that I have nothing really to do? <laughs> so we're going to be go out on a sailboat. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's kind of where it came from. I'm a cruise addict. So <laughs> that's kind of where the sale came in. Um, but that's how we're going to do the three days. So our start program is going to have people like Docs Design on there. It's going to have a Pocket Suite app, which is an automated business app that I use in my business every single day. Um, also, Jessica from School of Dog Walkers, she's going to be giving a lot of tips. She loves to roll out her PDFs for us. So she'll be talking about solo entrepreneurship, which is a big one, because I'm not a solopreneur, but she is. So she's going to go into pack walks and off-leash. Um, then we have Michaela from Mar- Pet Marketing Unleash, which is exciting because she'll go all into the blogs and all into the web design. She's so awesome at doing that. So that's kind of like your fundamentals of your start section. Um, and then we're also going to have pet sitters associate. So if you haven't had your insurance or not sure who you want to go with or um, the company, we're going to have a representative from pet sitters associates to go over into insurance. So a lot of the start kind of game work that you would get before going into all the fancy stuff, right? And then our second day is the scale. So the scale comes in, our HR director we have, if you're thinking of hiring, bringing on a team, if you you know graduated from solopreneurship or you took that leap to trust and hire, <laughs> we'll have Jazz HR to come in and show you how to automate that, which is really great. Um, also, we have uh, Colin and Megan from Pet Sitter Confessional. They like to interview a lot of just peers, People like us that have everyday woes. Um, So they're going to come on and kind of go over community and marketing through podcasts. And then we have one of our favorites, which is Lindsay from Dogs of Charm City. And she's going to go and talk about community as well. She is the event queen in Baltimore, Maryland. So she'll kind of go into talking about events and different things you can do to grow your community. Um, We also have virtual assistant, Melanie. So if you are tired of doing all the admin yourself and you want to get a virtual assistant, Melanie will jump in and kind of go through, you know, strategic steps to kind of keep, keep yourself planned and organized and also delegating to someone else. And then the beauty of all this is the sale. That's where Tori will come in and go over life <laughs> online and the fun, pretty stuff and how to get yourself going in automation online, Instagram. 
Um, we have Brian, who has done a huge pet relief tour. If you guys have heard about that, he actually took a bunch of groomers on the road and they met in six different cities and they gave free grooming away to people who were affected by COVID-19. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. he's going to, yeah, he's got a lot of sponsors who helped him do this. He's got a lot of different businesses he worked with. So we, you and I both try to promote that a lot too. Like don't do this on your own, get different vendors and businesses that will be right there with you to go to bat. So he's mastered that. So he'll be on and kind of talk to us about doing that um, aspect as well. Um, but just to sail, just, just enjoying it. And we're excited to kind of share all this with you because we need it. <laughs> it's time. Well, one of the things I love about you so much is that you're so into automation. And I probably am just at the tip of the iceberg of automation, but I rely on it so much. Just like having forms automatically go to my calendar or I get a text message if someone fills out a survey or, you know, I have all these things going on and that can really, if you are a solopreneur or like a very small business, that can make it so much easier. (laughs) So tell us, Natasha, where can people go to sign up for the summit? Yes, they can go to sssummit.com. That is S as in Sam, sssummit.com. Awesome. And then if someone signs up for the summit and wants to continue on with the all access pass, they can use promo code Lucy 20 and get a special deal. Awesome. That's a great one. Thank you, Tori. Yeah. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at tmystic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.